0: You guys tried the new Parodies whiskey? What is that? The new what? Parodies whiskey. Oh, the, Have you heard of it? The Steph Curry? No. Parodies. No. I've never heard of that. Dan, Get your jokes awful. suck.
1: You're supposed to say Parodies whiskey, and I'm gonna go Parodies nuts.
2: God, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, good one. We got that on record, right? Yeah, that's on record. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> good job, Dan.
3: You got the cold open.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters.
2: I'm All right. Well, at so... my phone. <laughs> Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm yeah. Jake. I'm
3: I'm the other jig.
2: I'm an idiot. We're really gonna confuse people
3: this time. Oh yeah. And uh tonight we are playing Would You Rather? Oh, are we uh, serious? Yeah. We're we're doing this? <laughs>
2: yeah. Alright. Perfect. Let's do it. As long as you
1: came up with the questions, you
2: idiot. We weren't
1: we didn't yeah, tell yeah. you like well, a fake, just... a fake thing. It's not like yeah, a high we, school right. would you rather. It's it's like a whiskey, would you rather? Yeah. It's whiskey, so, would you rather? I gave you some examples of questions. I'm not going to use any of those examples because I, I thought i would be fair play for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought it'd, it'd be fun. It was recommended by a friend of uh, us in the show. And I thought it'd be fun to have
3: some little oh, debates. You're not going to shout the person out? You're kind of a shitty... Uh... <laughs> I guess I was... Jesus,
2: <laughs> hate you all we We're up to a good start tonight <laughs> but, all right uh, Dan.
1: yeah, so I mean, basic would you rather stuff is we'll pose a question we'll we'll all give our answers on it, so you'll have to give an answer. There's no fence writing on this topic at all. You're just going to say one side or the other, you can take some time to think about it. We can debate about it a little bit, um. But that's basically the only rule for these things. Um, so I figured it'd be fun to do that and, and have some whiskey. I got a bunch of questions. Or not a bunch. I came up with six plus the the ones I gave out. So if any of you guys don't... I That way, if we have some that are similar, I can go to some different ones. But if one of you guys wants to start off with a would-you-rather question, feel free.
3: Um, yeah, I, I got one. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So would you rather drink sub 100 proof or over 140 proof exclusively forever. Oh wow. And you, that's you a good can't one. water down the hazmat. Right.
2: Um yeah, I'm going to say sub 100 and that's coming from somebody who loves proof. Um I think like 1 to 1 110 probably to 130 is like my wheelhouse, but um mm-hmm. if we're going to say over 140 sheesh, I don't know if I could drink 140 my whole life with not being able to water it down.
1: Yeah, I I think like a 125 would have been a a tough, tougher number for me to think about. But over 140, I mean, there's only a couple whiskeys I've had that are over 140.
2: So let's think about that. What if it was 125?
1: Well, well, let's see. If we're on the same side right now, then then we can uh, Mm switch it to 125. But I would say over 140, there's only a couple I've had. Uh, the one was the watershed that you guys had. I thought it was really good, but that's still like I need to be in a special occasion or special mood or very cold to have anything
3: over 140. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what if we, uh, yeah. So, let's narrow it or let's, uh, let's bump the range over a little bit and say sub 95 or
0: over 130
2: or 130 wait what do you mean so we can't drink between 95 and
1: 130 yeah man that gets rid of like my favorite range is the 110 range uh 110 120 range so yeah
2: i mean i guess this is a better like would you rather question um yeah i don't this is tough i mean can i drink eagle rare 10 for the rest of my life or Buffalo oh, you Trace you t- or Green River. Oh no, I you couldn't.
1: You couldn't have Taylor. I'm sorry about that.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, that's gonna be the deal breaker for me. I'm going over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't that, know. That's I think
2: tough. that is tough. I think I would go over because I think going under would just get boring after a while because you'd get kind of the same options. But I think going over, you'd have a lot more to explore with the different, uh, you know, single barrels and different. Releases barrel proof releases, so that's my answer.
1: Yeah, Dan, I would on on those parameters over one thirty. Yeah, I think. Man, Jake, what about you? I'm I'm still going back and forth.
3: Yeah, I mean i I think I'll I'll kind of be a little contrarian on this one and say I'd go below ninety five. Um, so I feel like there's a lot out there that, that qualifies, including a lot of scotches, um, and other oh, things so we're, that are have you talking a lot about whiskey, of whiskey
2: though, or are you, I thought you were talking just bourbon. No, like any, any, any alcohol, any alcohol. All right. Honestly, I'd probably go under if it was any alcohol. Cause I was thinking in the back okay. of my head, like I could get by with like, a scotch or an american whiskey or like when it's hot out i can do a tequila um but yeah if it's any alcohol i'm probably gonna oh, have so to go with
3: under i guess that's that is a bit of a
2: caveat yeah maybe maybe it should only be bourbon mm-hmm. i mean it, it depends on the question you created the question so if you however you yeah, want it to I'm gonna say i'm to say bourbon
3: uh, bourbon only okay bourbon only. yeah
2: i mean i think that makes for a better debate um I I think I would go under
3: I think I would go under just to force myself to really explore <laughs> low proof whiskey.
2: Well there's yeah, plenty I, out there that you can explore but you're just going to get tired of it over a period of time. You're going to want more. The one
1: downside that I'm playing through in my head with the over like I was leaning over but I don't know I mean, you could do it. Cocktails would be a little bit rougher. Bourbon cocktails, old-fashioned things with 125 proof. You'd
3: have to change the recipe Well, I don't know. Does, does it this ice. include
2: cocktails?
3: You can't water it down, so cocktails would be excluded. Oh, so no, so you, so no cocktails. So, so then, You yeah, can't I'm drink any
2: bourbon unless it's over 130 proof and then unless you don't add anything to it. You basically have to drink it neat if it's over 130. Mm, but I could have, yeah. like, a rum old-fashioned. Or like a Scotch old fashioned, yeah. I don't know. One I would
1: one. I would probably go. Oops, sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I was just gonna say like one twenty. I would probably easily say over, but now you have me like second guessing on the one thirty because what, what? I mean, there's really not a whole lot that's consistently above one thirty. You'd be looking at a bunch of one off blends or single yeah. barrels.
1: Yeah, it'd be a pretty small pool that you'd be stuck to as well, because of that.
0: Mm -hmm. You wouldn't even get like bookers releases. Bookers,
1: most stags wouldn't be available.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under on that. I'm under, but if it was over 120, I would say over. Okay. See, see, I called
1: the number right there, Jake.
2: Yeah,
3: that's fair.
1: I do like that you dropped it down to sub 95. It made me think a little bit harder mm-hmm. from sub 100. but
2: It did because yeah. it ruled out all the bottled and bonds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Jake, you got one you want to throw in or you want me to go on one?
2: Uh, Sure. Um, so mine is, uh, so would you rather only be able to drink bourbon in cocktails or only be able to drink bourbon neat?
4: Ooh. Hmm.
0: That's tough. Um. Man, yeah. That's interesting. I,
1: I. I'm gonna go back and forth. My initial reaction would be neat because that's probably about ninety percent of how I drink it right now, anyways.
2: And I, I my should, initial
1: reaction was cocktails.
2: I should probably say when I when I say like in cocktails, I'm including like bourbon over ice. Um, just like either neat or never neat, basically. So. Hmm. Okay. I, I would go never neat. So always have to have to be like over ice or in cocktails or with a drop of water. Yeah. Cause I, I could handle
0: the. Like, I feel like if I'm forced to be-, be choosing between. um, Do you like beer? Yeah, I don't
3: know. I can't drink it anymore.
2: Okay, because I was going to say, like, people that don't like beer probably will lean towards the cocktail route.
3: Yeah, like, in I, the summer, I know some people. Having to exclusively drink neat whiskey would suck. Yeah, I know some
2: people <laughs> that are like, I can't drink beer at all. So when it comes to like, you know, time for a beer, I'm grabbing a Jack and Coke and they're, these are like mm-hmm. big time bourbon people shout out to Will on the, uh, adventures club. If he's listening <laughs> or anyone in the club would probably think that's funny, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like one way or the other. If, if, if you, if it's a hot day, like I can grab a Corona, I can grab a beer to, to get me by, but I won't ever really be yeah. grabbing bourbon neat. Um, but it kind of sucks. I can't do whiskey lemonade can't do um mm-hmm. a nice old fashion so
3: well, and like you there's cocktails for every season, every occasion. I feel like you wouldn't be i i wouldn't be upset if I was forced to drink cocktails or even over ice you know every once in a while
1: yeah i like, I I have noticed that during the summer, I've drank less whiskey and I've had more beer. Um, and it helps too because, uh, some breweries in the area, uh, take our barrels and whenever they come to grab barrels to barrel age some of their stuff in, they leave us free beer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I've had a lot more beer this summer than being hot because, yeah, on a hot day, the last thing you want to do is really sit down with a neat bourbon on the hot summer days, but. I don't know. I just, I just haven't drank as much. Um, and I haven't made, I don't think I've made hardly any cocktails this summer either. So I'd probably say neat just because I am fine drinking, drinking beer in the summer.
3: You're going to um, give up that away. bourbon and blues.
1: Yeah, I know. That's about <laughs> the only thing I've really had. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think I've, yeah, I haven't made an old fashioned price since the, since the winter springtime. So I know I'm gonna go into some friends in a few weeks for a football game and I'll be making up those. But um yeah, I'm gonna say only neat for me. Uh were both you guys on the cocktail side.
2: Jake, what was your uh actually you I'm neat And to me, this was like a very easy answer. Um I kind of am a little bit of a purist when it comes to spirits and whiskey and I love cocktails, don't get me wrong. Like I get pretty intense and motivated to create the best cocktail every time i'm whipping up a batch of cocktails but um i i do really enjoy tasting spirits and i think i have a really good kind of knack for uh differentiating different different spirits neat um and uh i don't think i could ever give up that hobby of uh you know just tasting and nosing neat spirits on their own so Mm -hmm. i don't know it's a that's a tough like it would be a huge bummer um i kind of thought this was going to be more towards the neat side for all of us and i'm glad that it was a little more of a split decision um because i yeah i mean that that brings up a good point i'm glad we have a non-beer drinker in the group to chime that in
3: yeah because it, it i I could easily see why if you had the option of an ice cold beer <laughs> In the summer, it would be like, why would I need, like, need cocktails? Um, yeah, I just can't drink it anymore. So I have, but you, to, I have to do cocktails.
2: I would have thought, you know, with the collection that you have, I mean, just look behind you and how passionate you are about tasting spirits. And, like, I've really mostly only seen you drink spirits neat. I would have thought you for sure would have went right towards the neat side. So that was kind of cool to, to see you. Gravitate towards the yeah. Jake, so, Jake
3: loves mixing his cocktails. Yeah, yeah, I love I love making cocktails, but I mean, like, if I if I wasn't allowed to do on the rocks or water drops, I might go ah. with neat because those two give a little bit of flexibility. Um.
2: Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta keep it pure here. Or else it'd be too easy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's, that's good. So, all right. That was fun. What do you got? Um, I got one that kind of plays off the similar idea to what Jake started off with. And I thought about this for a while and I made, I talked about it with our master distiller at work and went back and forth on the wording and the price range. So here's what I came up. Would you rather only drink whiskey age five years or less or have to pay over one hundred ten dollars for every bottle you buy. Hmm. So whiskey that would include all your scotches and everything as well too, all your single malts because it's mm-hmm. five years for any whiskey. So that would get rid of a lot of overseas stuff, but you'd be paying over one hundred ten dollars for per
2: bottle of any type of of whiskey. So I'm gonna say hmm. over one hundred and ten. Uh. And mainly because you said it was any whiskey, because if it was Mm -hmm. any spirit, I might have to rethink this. Um, But I don't know when it comes to whiskey, like I like to sit my whiskey slow. I like to take my time with it and, uh, you know, really enjoy it. So I think I could get down with having to spend one hundred and ten dollars on a bottle of whiskey every time, as long as I can make like margaritas on the side with some cheaper tequila. Well, this is just. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, I, um,
3: that's tough. I think yeah. I would go. I think I would go under five years because you still get bottled and bond yeah. access. Um, so you, I mean, and like we've talked about age statements before.
2: Um, I could. Don't get me wrong. I'm live not live without. You know, I you know, I I don't yeah, like the age yeah. statement thing. But right.
3: I mean, I, mean, but no, I, like I just feel like. You're you're also pretty concerned with access to Scotch, right? So
2: yeah, (laughs) but I mean, like you're a little tough. Yeah, but I also feel like you're just shutting yourself out of so many whiskeys out there to taste. And like, I'd rather just pay more, be able to taste them, than not. If you would have said like you can't taste anything, you know, over or put some other stipulation on how much you can taste, that might be different. But I'd, I'd see. I'd rather like find my niche bottles that I really like, and then I wouldn't have a problem paying one hundred and ten dollars. Oh, that's a it. good point.
3: Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, I would actually go over
2: 110 hundred ten. I would just I have mean, this, to really curve my heads. Yeah, this would <laughs> shock me, Jake. If you picked the under here, because there's there's just so many whiskeys out there that you're shutting yourself out to. Yeah, and don't like you yeah, know under. Under five years, there's plenty of good whiskeys, but.
1: Yeah, I'm going to stick with the under five years. The biggest thing you're going to miss is some of the oak flavors and some of the complexity you get as it ages. But you can still finish it in a toasted barrel. Um, So you can still do things of that nature. Um, When I originally worded the question, I I just had bourbon on there. Um, and I had it at $100, but I decided to change it to whiskey and over 110 just because I thought it had a little bit more of a dynamic to it. Because, um, yeah, you're basically ruling out any what's considered decent scotch uh, from that category. Um, but I just, I'm going under. I, I We talk about, or I've talked about a decent amount. I think a lot of whiskey is way overpriced these days. Uh, and I think I'd rather just. Yeah, you know but what? Dan I,
3: I changed my answer. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna side with Dan on this listen one. Listen to my because... argument
2: before you change your answer. <laughs>
1: well, this isn't a competition, but if you want to make it one, we can. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. I'm just. I'm just glad we have some argument going because honestly, I would have. I would have thought that Dan would a hundred percent been on the over here. All right, we we've talked about this enough. Like age doesn't really mean better. You don't. You don't need to chase age statements, but I just feel mm-hmm. like you're shutting yourself out of tasting so many amazing whiskeys if you're only sticking to under five years
3: Hmm. yeah there's the main reason
2: i want to switch
3: yeah let me hear it is because most ryes are probably under five years and i could live with like exclusively drinking some decent
2: rice. if it was bourbon (laughs) your answer would be over and (laughs) i think so yeah and you're also just making dan cringe even more
3: yeah, no, because <laughs> like, frankly, if if I were if I were forced gun to my head to pick between bourbon and rye, I'd probably pick rye.
2: Nice. Yeah. I, I'm not, I, no, I not going to waste I'm... a would
3: you rather on that, though, because I know what Dan's going to pick. You guys should
2: be <laughs> watching the video of this podcast to see Dan's face when when Jake says <laughs> these things. Uh, no, I, I, I thought about
1: that, too, is that keeps a lot of the rye whiskeys in there. Um, yeah. So that's that's it that was it was fun to play with the word whiskey or how I was gonna word that. So it took a little bit mm-hmm. to come down to it. But I just I think there's so many overpriced whiskeys out there the way it are that are under hundred and ten dollars right now and having to pay over one ten for anything that has a little bit more age on it. Like think of that, you'd be paying one ten for a bottle of Eagle Rare is since you sprout that up earlier. Then that just
2: it doesn't I mean, seem I'm worth just... it. I just don't want to shut myself out to being able to t- taste and buy, you know, all these whiskeys that are at that price point. So or over, I don't over want to poke holes five in years. your in your uh in your. Oh no, I, I want you to poke
1: holes into it. Oh, I, into my question?
3: Yeah, into, your, into my question. Into your yeah. question. So, in in that scenario, does that mean that? Uh, normally three hundred dollar bottle is one hundred and ten dollars. No, or is it no. always its it would, normal price? The minimum price. price?
1: You'd be able to get would be one, but the the minimum is just one ten. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The floor to get in is one ten. So all your crazy—it's not every bottle is one ten. It's your 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 thirty-five, forty dollar whiskeys that are over five years old would now be one hundred ten dollars.
2: Yeah. So uh, I don't okay. I don't want to shut myself out to whiskeys older than five years. That's basically why I'm staying put no, on I, that. It,
1: it's a valid argument it was <laughs> i I sat and like' i we talked about, at work about a couple of these, and we went back and forth just to try and get these where we kept changing the parameters until we really had to think, and I was really on defense until you thought through it. None of these were easy answers for me, but it was it was fun to play with the wording on some of these uh yeah no, it's 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 I was glad of that one
3: uh um, yeah, that's a good one when of you guys what do you got next All right, so would you rather drink American single malts or Canadian whiskey exclusively?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. That's easy for me. <laughs> what are you Googling? Think, yeah, it'd be easy for you. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm not Googling. I'm typing down all these so I can talk about a word. Oh, in okay.
2: Um, it's, yeah, it's Ameri- American single malts. You, you knew that was my answer, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like my American simple multiple. I is like my the legal molds. limit for rye content <laughs> in Canadian <No>. whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> um I've I've definitely had my fair share of really good Canadian whiskeys. Um I think Bearface is like a huge sleeper. Um under forty dollar, phenomenal seven year Canadian whiskey. Um Caribou is good, a little overrated, of course, but um, and Alberta premium, the rye whiskey barrel strength. That's really good. Um, lots of great Canadian whiskeys, but, um, again, there's just too many good American single malts for me to turn down to. And that's, that's kind of more my flavor profile anyway. Um, so that's, that's, that's just like a no brainer for me. Is there, Dan, none I think it's going to have a, Dan's going to have a cool Water argument for Dan.
1: here. Yeah, mine is none of the above. It was not an, if Come it was on, an Dan. option.
2: <laughs> Drum roll.
1: Uh, no, I, I would go American single malt over Canadian. I haven't had a ton of Canadian whiskey, but what I've had, I have not enjoyed that much. Um, there's been some American single malts that I have enjoyed. Uh, and it's with it being so new, you're only going to get more and more stuff out of it. Like, I don't. Well I, and I, well, I guess because we're probably in the greatest country of all time, USA, USA, hmm. uh, you don't hear as much stuff about some of the Canadians experimenting as what's going on for experimentation in the, in the States with American single malt. Uh,
3: so yeah, I, I would probably go American well, single that, malt. That found North 18 is a Canadian, isn't it?
2: Well, so I was, yeah, I was, I was trying to like justify, you know, picking American single malt. Um because there are a lot of really, really, really good Canadian whiskeys. Now that I'm thinking about it, you have the whole uh, um, Crown Royal, baby. I'm blanking on it, but the the just dist- Crown
1: Royal. No, 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 bag, some, no,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, the uh, there's just to Dan's point, there. American single malts are so new. I think we haven't even like broken the ice on what we're about to see with a lot of these uh bourbon distilleries specifically. Um mm-hmm. so I think uh the potential for American single malts has just barely kind of tapped the iceberg whereas Canadian whiskies might be kind of on their end of their I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to say end of their life, but like they've been around forever. So we know what American, what Canadian whiskey is, uh, a lot of these distillers are probably like Scotch distilleries where they're not experimenting too much, like Dan said. Um, so I feel mm-hmm. like we're kind of stuck with what we've been given. Um, and I, um, Old St. Nick was the whiskey that i was blanking on um american distillery in uh bardstown kentucky but they do source a lot from canada and some of those releases have been really really good the rare perfection 14 and 15 year i thought Mm -hmm. were really good Mm -hmm. um as well as the old saint nick line like i could live with those but i just think there's so much potential with american single malt that hasn't even you know we probably there's probably American single malt distilleries that we haven't even heard of yet. There are going to be some of the best distilleries known in the country. Um, Just because that just got passed as a law, there's probably people distilling right now, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that we'll hear about four or five years from now once they put out their first American single malt. So I think there's there's just too much untapped potential with American single malts. Yeah, I'd agree. I
3: kind of just wanted to see which way Dan would go.
2: I knew he would have said the America is the best country ever, and yeah, that's the route that yeah. I'm going. So part yeah. of it for me is just I couldn't stomach giving any kind of credit <laughs> to the Canadians. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> next, next one, Jake. What do you got? Um. So my next one is: uh, Would you rather? So bourbon only. Would you rather only drink single barrels? Or never drink single barrels.
4: Hmm.
2: If we're only talking about bourbon.
1: Wow. Hmm. Okay. That's, I know my initial gut reaction is going to be that I only drink single barrels. Same. Um,
2: and you know yeah, that's I'd, probably mine too. But then I start thinking about Booker. There's a lot then of really really the blends out there. They're 2XO. Like there's a lot of good blends out there and blends are also kind of on the up and coming. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah.
2: Like you couldn't even
3: have like a, a normal flagship product from any distillery.
2: Well, I mean like Knob Creek has Knob Creek single barrel. You can go and get it. It's going to be a little different every time, but overall you, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into.
1: Jake, have you ever heard of this uh, whiskey that's single barrels only called Blanton's? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the one with the horse on it? Yes, because <laughs> that's a single barrel. You and got some in the back of your
1: hand? No, I don't. I have some whiskey acres. Um, <laughs> you know what? I it, it, single barrels doesn't have to be barrel proof, so I would say single barrels only um, for sure. You're not going to get like I like the blends that's and true. things um my original my main the blends is interesting but you can still have finished whiskey you can still have aged whiskey at single barrel you can prove it down to to whatever proof you want which makes it easier to put in a cocktail um more or less the bigger issue i think for me besides blends would be um just the variance from bottle to bottle where you can't Go and grab a bottle and know that it's going to be the exact same thing that you liked the last time Mm -hmm. you had it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think with knowing Mm -hmm. that you can proof it
0: down,
3: I would say single barrels only. I am going to poke a hole. Yes. Do I get to pick the single barrels that I'm forced to drink?
2: Uh, I mean, you can. Yeah. You just, you have to drink single barrels. Yeah.
3: So, you can't pull
1: anything off the shelf that's a blend. So yes, or, you could go batch you could so go on realistically, a
2: barrel pick and taste the four samples because they're single barrels. But yeah, you can only drink out of a single barrel for the rest of your life. But I it, but like for realistically bourbon, for bourbon, Yeah. But like realistically, I
3: it would be extremely difficult for the average person to go buy a ten or fifteen thousand dollar barrel.
2: No, well, you don't. Like you don't it have it to and... buy the whole barrel. So, like when you walk into you, you a store... you can only buy gold. You well, couldn't so be able to.
3: Here's here's my my like argument you can't buy against. You can hard truth
2: small batch. You have to buy a
3: hard truth single barrel. Right. So my argument against the single barrel, even though I am still kind of leaning that way, is that you're at the mercy of other people's palates. Mm-hmm. If you go the single barrel only route. And like, well, what if, if he's not what saying, if you, he's not saying store, picks.
2: like, right. Well, like but Jake's, Jake's, Jake's saying like, if I walked into a liquor store, I could only buy a single barrel. So if they, you know, if you're walking into gold Eagle, you know, obviously we do a lot of single barrels, so there's a lot of options, but, um, you know, typically you walk into a store, if, if you want a bottle of, you know, hard truth, you walk in, you look for hard truth, you see, they have the regular and they have a single barrel pick. Next to it, like you could only, you know, pick go with the regular for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, I'm still sticking on single barrels only. I think. Yeah,
3: I'm locked in on that one. That's my initial gut. I'm gonna yeah, stick it's, with it. I don't know. It's hard because a... I I typically enjoy the single barrels that I that I get. Um, so you guys taste.
2: Yeah, you but guys like, know me. <sighs> I, I should be all for single barrel, but I'm kind of split on this one only because I feel like, again, I'm shutting myself out to certain whiskeys. Like yeah. I won't ever be able to drink bookers. I won't ever be able to drink two XO, um, the whole old right, four lineup, I wouldn't be able to window. drink that. Yeah. Um, everything um, yeah. Buffalo mm-hmm. Trace, unless it's a, a store pick, you couldn't drink that. Um, I just think there's a lot that you're pulling off the table because there's still a lot of distilleries that don't offer
0: single barrels.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm just my my, my collection isn't nearly as big as, as yours, there, Jake. But just going through all the stuff on my shelves, the ones I enjoy drinking the most right now are single barrels.
2: I agree and with I you. Think, again, I it's like probably like single barrels are th- th- kind of the way to go. Like they're the shit. They're the best value in bourbon.
3: You know, for me, like probably eighty percent of what I have would be undrinkable if I went single barrel only. That would be r- really tough to <laughs> swallow.
2: <laughs> but it, it's it's it also be very hard to you know differentiate brand from brand because every time you taste something it's it's just one barrel and we know mm-hmm. how much you know each barrel varies from even if they're sitting right next to each other in the same rickhouse their whole it's, life
3: yeah I mean a lot of a lot of flavor profiles come from the actual blending
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and also from the actual barrel
3: right you
2: could argue and, it both and, ways and, and, tough.
1: and from barrel spirits yeah <laughs> see what I did there mm-hmm Because you wouldn't be able to drink any of barrel product. All
3: right, I'm going to go I'm going to go no single barrels. Damn, I'm torn on this one. That's a good one.
1: Uh, I I think a lot of people listening that aren't big into or are huge into whiskey and are more of casual fans of it, they would have no problem saying they wouldn't worry about single barrels. Um, But for people that Have tried a lot of different single barrels, I think it'd be way more difficult of a decision. I think that's where we're at. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I think, uh, but I also think like, yeah, I don't know. This, this is probably like a, a question that could be talked about over an entire episode. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah.
2: There's just so many moving pieces, but if I were forced with a gun to my head right now to pick one side or the other, um, God, I would probably have to go single barrel <laughs> just cause you can find such a good value in one yeah. bottle. And like the, uh, another thing that's like itching at me right now is the, the whole bookers versus Knob Creek blind tastings that we've done.
4: Mm-hmm. Knob Creek
2: single barrels have destroyed bookers in the blind tastings. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, so, even for pick, I, don't I don't know. The, I think uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think if you get a really good single barrel, there's almost nothing you can do blending wise to come close to it. Yeah, for me, even what though, really swayed me yeah. is
3: that like the the basics would just be unattainable, like Elijah Craig or old granddad or like those kind of staples for me that I really enjoy. So that's why I had to go no single barrel. All right. This one's kind of more
1: of a fun one. Would you rather never be able to drink your favorite whiskey again? Or have a free lifetime supply of it? But before every pour, you would have to take a shot of Malort.
2: <laughs> uh, that's definitely so a fun either, one.
1: You, you're basically either giving up your favorite whiskey or having Malort taint it before you drank it every time.
3: Um, yeah, I, w- I would give up Elijah 18.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I would give up my favorite whiskey. whiskey. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I thought that would be pretty easy. I I would <laughs> give up as well, too. I mean, there's so much other good stuff out
2: there. Uh, I don't know, though. That would be fun. If there... What if... Uh... It's, what if I were to say George T. Stagg is my favorite whiskey, and so I could have the the word straight out of your mouth, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's if, if you, yeah, I don't know. If it was, I think a better question actually would be, would you rather have, uh, you know, never be able to have your favorite whiskey or only your favorite whiskey?
1: Yeah, I had another question that kind of went similar you might on get that, get page, sick of so it. I, yeah. I have I have another question that was similar to that, so I wanted to throw it up, change it up a little bit, um, just to see if anyone really because it's it's tough. Like I definitely have my top two favorite whiskeys I've drank of all time are Pappy Twelve and uh, Saz 18, Sazerac Eighteen.
3: And it's like, so all right, you, well, not only you have to deal with the availability issue too, right? Yeah. Yeah, or is it infinite supply? No, in,
1: no in, infinite you supply. You could get, you could get, you would have an infinite free lifetime supply of your favorite whiskey. Oh, you just okay. have to take a shot of Malort first. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, do I? If I got rid of one, I could go with the other one, and then like three, four, and five aren't too far behind either. So if there's enough stuff, that's <laughs> or, good
2: there, or if you said take a shot of Malort before you open each new bottle, yeah. Then I yeah. would say, oh, then that's, yeah, that, that was, probably yeah that, that'd be
1: favorite. easy. That'd be easy the other way, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I wanted your palate to be tated before you could have your uh, favorite whiskey.
2: Yeah. It. No, I'm stepping out of the industry. I'm done with bourbon. I'll take 10 million cases of George T. Stag and uh, I'll take a shot of Malore every time I open a bottle. <laughs> so you're going to go with it? You're going to yeah. go with, with the Malore? I mean, if, if, if that's possible, <laughs> if it's every time before I open a bottle, I might do it, and if right. I had another career lined up, I don't know if I could do it still in my current job. But <laughs> <laughs> if I had another career lined up, I would go for it. Yeah, it's,
1: it's yeah that makes sense because uh, if you're walking into a store and you're trying to tell people how good something is, they're like, "Yeah, but you don't yeah. lord daily, <laughs> right?" Yeah, <laughs> we're like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I
2: couldn't really taste it. Like, <laughs> had to take a shot of malort." <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all right so you're gonna you're gonna buy some malort and uh and get a free lifetime supply of your favorite whiskey
2: that's not there's I'll nothing with wrong it. with it yeah if, if, like i said if i can step out of the industry <laughs> and yeah lifetime supply <laughs> george t stag i'm down with it nice. Those yeah, are, that, that's a big if though yeah
1: it's it, it's fun i i enjoyed thinking through that one mainly just because it makes you think about your favorite whiskey and never being able to try it again and is it mm-hmm. worth it to suffer through some malort. Yeah. Um. So what? What I had that was on the similar lines of that, uh, and why I changed it to be that way was: Would you rather only drink from your favorite distillery or never be able to drink from your favorite distillery again?
3: Ooh, I would rather drink from my
2: favorite distillery exclusively. What distillery is that? Jim Beam. He's, or he's gonna go Heaven Hill. Well
3: it Heaven Hill
2: or Heaven Hill? Yeah. heaven hill for sure there's, uh, there's yeah, plenty uh, of
3: variety there that i wouldn't get bored i don't think
2: i'm going with the never <clears throat> why is that uh i don't even know what my favorite distillery would be if i had to like just pick one but even if i did you know i'm, I'm thinking on top of my head like it would it would be either jim beam buffalo trace heaven hill um uh, maybe Willet or maker's mark, but they just don't have enough variety. Um, and I think either way, I'd find much more variety and enjoyment just exploring other whiskies and other distilleries. Yeah.
1: And and just going back on your last point is, let's say you didn't pick the Buffalo Trace as your favorite. You would also never be able to drink Stag again, and you'd have to cut out another distillery that you couldn't drink from. Yeah. So be a little I mean, more difficult. I'm not...
2: Like Stag was just like what kind of came up to mind first when we were talking about that last point. But I'm not like a huge Stag fan per se. Um, Mm -hmm. But that was just like if I had to pick one whiskey, that might be it. Uh, But yeah, I can I can I find plenty of enjoyment tasting. And I actually probably find more enjoyment tasting other whiskeys, trying new things than Mm -hmm. just going back to what I know I like. So I would go with other distilleries
1: jake with your mat with your collection i'm kind of surprised you went that way because i know i know heaven hill is high up in your favorites um but the when i was thinking through it the one thing that changed me a little bit and i'm gonna i'm gonna say i would never drink my favorite distillery again which would suck um but the thing that pushed me your over favorite? the edge
2: whiskey acres i would
1: honestly probably go with i'd probably honestly go with buffalo trace my mm-hmm. favorite um so I thought. Obviously, obviously, two of my my top two favorite whiskies are out of Buffalo, um, but the reason I am going to go with never is you also would never be able to taste any of the new distilleries that are coming up on the market, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and are going to, or some of the distilleries that are younger but are really starting to hit some strides right now. You'd basically get get rid of their entire product label moving forward. So, I would I would say I would never drink from my favorite distillery.
3: Yeah, I I would probably miss getting to try new things but I just love their product line so much yeah. and, and I, the, thing okay. was
1: <laughs> the main theme of this is like you're going to miss out on one thing or the other that's what the majority of these questions right. are going to boil down to is are you willing to give up this to try this or would you rather just stick with what you stick in your comfort zone or stick with one thing because you know you like it and risk never being able to try it again so
3: yeah. I know I could go to Jake with my sob story and he'd just get me the good shit from Heaven Hill, so
2: <laughs> Fighting Cock. <Yeah. laughs> hey. Hey, that mellow I'll, I'll look, show you baby. the goods sh- I'll, I'll show you the good shit, dude. Fighting cock.
3: hundred three through the that uh, The uh uh what's the one
2: uh oh yeah, I did pick that up.
3: Yeah. Yeah, twenty bucks. That was good. We tried that, mm-hmm. that one day. Yeah. yeah, that was good. But
2: but also like we know you're a huge Elijah Craig fan. Yeah. So that would include the whole lineup of Elijah Craig, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's a good answer. I respect it. I don't know yeah. if I necessarily I mean, it, it would be agree hard. with it, but I respect it. It would be hard to give up because
3: I mean, there's like old elk is another brand that I absolutely love. Um, so, and there's, and there's, it would be tough, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'd live with the decision.
1: (laughs) I like all these questions. I just imagine Jake after the way he's answering these, just like going through with boxes and through his room and just like Mm. (laughs) 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 armfuls of armfuls of whiskey in the boxes. There's a a soul tear just rolls down the side (laughs) of his face.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Who's got another one? Um, Alright, so would you rather have infinite tater bottle access or exclusively craft distillery normal bottle releases?
4: Ooh.
3: Ooh. So define tater. So like any anything that is mildly difficult to nearly impossible to get.
4: Hmm.
0: I would say,
2: oh, God damn it, this is a tough one. I would say the, probably the tater route only because um, I think the a lot of the mildly tough stuff obviously could go without. Most of it's highly overrated and over-searched for, but I think you're just ruling out some really, really good and some of the best of the best whiskeys mm-hmm. out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's the thing. Is like so this is the reason some of these bottles are considered tater bottles is because they actually are really damn good. And it's, some of,
2: like five percent of them are really good. Yeah, and and the,
1: and when I say really good, like top of the top of the top, like the special bottles you save for special occasions or special people, things like that. Yeah. Um, I would, I would embrace my taterness and probably go taters only it's yeah if uh, the caveat of only their main skews for a craft is probably the main reason
3: for that so what if we what if we modified it to be craft distilleries with their special releases okay so craft distillery full lineup versus tater only
1: yeah Yeah.
2: gotta go back and listen to our craft distillery episode real quick here
1: (laughs) yeah um i think i'd still lean ah but the problem is like it doesn't take much to be considered i mean you can still be massive and have a group there's still some really good stuff that's you wouldn't think is craft yeah i don't know
2: i think i think like if you're committing to right now today i would go with the you know the altar but if you're going with for the future, I think craft distilleries is the way to go because we're about to, we haven't even seen what most of these craft distilleries are going to put out, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. five years from now, 10 years from now, there's going to be so much more out there to explore and to taste. I think we're like, just kind of on the peak of what's to come. Yeah.
0: So
3: I think I, I, I think I would do, craft only because it's an infinite supply so if i go try a new craft distillery bottle and i'm like oh this isn't good i could just go pick another one and just keep yeah. going until i find something that i like
1: yeah the the selection in that is so much wider to go with craft and there's so many more options um
0: yeah, I think with that, I would be go craft as well. Um,
1: yeah, cause, and especially too, because like, all right, well, we just had the podcast where Jake, you were live at the store with the with a what we could, what we would call a tater release. And honestly, on that table, if I walked in and there was like a full selection, or that everything was still on the table, a bunch of those I probably wouldn't have bought. Anyway, well,
2: what would be your first and second choice of what tater bottles of that that table or or tater like oh, whatever comes of, to mind of that
1: of that of that table mm-hmm.
2: or like like tater bottles um, like what's something that you right
1: whatever so, whatever so comes based, to mind like, based off what you guys had available I probably would have grabbed either the an eagle
0: and. I go back and forth on larceny.
2: Um,
0: but so like like when it comes to like
2: when it comes to like tater bottles, like what's what are like top two three that you're like, all right? I'll I'll buy every time when I see it.
1: I say I don't even do that because I I can do all that majority of time at Sam's because he's got like I could like I'm never concerned about getting a bottle of Eagle. Um,
2: Um. all right, no mm. promoting other liquor stores. What are two, Sorry. three bottles? <laughs> I, I didn't say you the name. would I go said, for. I just her. said
1: it, it, it's not called Sam's. It's, it's
3: not called Sam's. Um, off, off the table from Saturday, I would probably take the uh, Magnus Cigar Blend and Eagle Rare.
2: Actually, See, I, no, I don't think I, I do. I don't I do, think I would have done the Magnus. because McKenna
3: Ten and uh, Eagle Rare. I forgot McKenna was on there.
1: I Magnus is just, the, the cigar blend is good, but I think it's way overpriced. Um, yeah, I'd probably do the Eagle and the Taylor. I'm kidding. I'm not going to say Taylor. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would probably I would end say... this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> if it was single barrel or barrel proof, I'd, I'd, I'd go that See, route. See, man,
2: small single no. barrel, single barrel Taylors, honestly, I've done plenty of side by sides. Just as bad as the small batch. See, I really like my. They're one no better. I have, they're but... no better. Maybe you got one you really got a... good one, but they're no better than the small batch. You just got a vendetta that you're out there against Taylor. Uh, <laughs> um, before we I... before we proved Taylor wrong so much in the small batch era, I I kind of always preached that the small batch was better than the single barrel. And maybe I've only tasted like three or four single barrels next to the small batch. But every time I thought the small batch was a better all around balanced whiskey than the single barrel. Next
1: time we all get together, we should do that blind. Small batch Let's versus do the it. single barrel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say craft on that answer. Just to wrap it, wrap that one up. I, okay. I just think like I, the majority of the tater stuff, I'm not a huge fan. Of so I'm going to say so craft
3: next time you're in the store, make sure you let Jake know that, you know, he's a tater.
1: Yeah. You said tater Jake. Were you Jake? Did you go tater or craft?
2: I went, uh, craft. I went, oh, no, I, I went, I went tater. Okay. All right. Only. Well, yeah, only cause like, I just feel like you're, there's too much that you're eliminating. Like if you're never going to drink them ever again, yeah. Yeah.
3: All right. There's I mean, so it's it is, it is like really we said, tough
2: because it's
3: infinite supply. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and so we said, you like, you get the infinite access to Tater bottles. Like, it, it, it's, it's really hard to turn that down, to be and honest.
2: It, Maybe, maybe we should reverse and like define Tater before we talk about this because, like, I'm not, when I say Tater, I'm not talking about Eagle Rare 10. I'm not talking about Taylor. I'm not talking about McKenna. I mean, I'm talking about, like, your William LaRue Wellers, your George T. Yeah, Staggs. It, it, it's like more your like Heracons Unicorns.
3: And your, yeah. Yeah. I'm,
2: I'm talking Unicorns, and I'm talking, like, the top 5% of the tater category. I probably yeah, yeah. would go towards those instead of the craft whiskeys. But if right. we're talking, like, yeah. just tater bottles that are overhyped, I would absolutely go to the craft side you guys yeah, know yeah. that
3: no i mean the the tater the tater category includes yeah the 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 low-hanging fruits but it yeah. also includes the unicorns so yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh which is yeah. you
2: said that in the beginning you said the the tater category includes your top hard yep. to find unicorns yep. so yeah that's the only reason why i'm probably going towards that side because i'm always a a quality over quantity type of guy so if i were to have three bottles in my repertoire i'd rather it be the the top one percent you know that's out there yeah. yep all
3: right. yeah I, I knew if i went craft then me and you could just share bottles and then we'd be yeah. all good right. yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine with me next one
0: JK, I don't want to
2: know. No, I don't have any. I have like a interesting question to bring up. If you want me to bring it All up, right. um, no, that sounds good. I don't. I don't really have any, and I think this episode is is going a little late. So, um, yep. my the question that I have, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but we announced with Lake County Whiskey Club, we're going to do a blind, and it's going to be Heaven Hill versus Buffalo Trace. So sure, we're not okay. going to we're not going to say each round which side is which, but it's every round is going to be a heaven Hill versus a Buffalo trace. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. I want to hear some potential matchups. And I also want to put Mm -hmm. it out there that I think this is a really cool idea. And I think we're going to offer up a gold Eagle blind heaven Hill versus Buffalo trace to the public. um, As soon as this Lake County Whiskey club blind is over. So,
3: I I think that's a really cool idea. Um, I'm gonna predict a Heaven Hill sweep. Um, Ooh. <laughs> um, I I think a really good matchup would be Taylor versus Elijah Craig. Just the um,
2: just the standard.
3: Yeah, this both small batches. Um, because those are uh, what's ta- Taylor's 100 proof and Elijah's 94, 94. Yeah. I yeah, think that'd
2: be good. That, that'd be a great
3: matchup. Pretty close. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a good one. Um, I would even put up I have the Buffalo Trace rye is really hard to come by. Um, so there's not really a rye mean? that
2: you could put up, like the like Kosher rye. rye or kosher rye. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know what, if we, what Buffalo
3: Trace rye are you gonna. I don't <laughs> think I have any of up?
2: those to put up against there. I think the rye category oh, yeah.
3: Sazerac counts, right? So yeah. Sazerac, Sazerac. so yeah,
2: that is good. Sazerac um, versus Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. I think I think the rye will be dominated by Heaven Hill.
1: I think mm-hmm. so too. This is so. Before you do this, one of my questions I had that I wrote down today, which was going to be funny because well, I was not going to bring it up in this one because of time, but uh, I thought it'd be funny because I know the. Uh, Jake is so polarizing. Was the question you should start this off on? Would the tasting off on is have them think before they start? Would you rather get rid of Heaven Hayes or Heaven Hill or Buffalo Trace, and then have them have them think Ooh. that through, then do the tasting, yeah. and then see if what they thought up first with and talk to their table about, uh, met up with their what they the way they viewed things. Um, I mean, what do you? What would you get rid of? I. I in that scenario, I would have gone. I would have kept Buffalo and got rid of Heaven Hill. I know Jake would have been completely the opposite. And I that's, thought
3: that's that's really really tough. the the, um, the reason
1: is, and it's not that you have an infinite supply of it. It's just you'd have to give up one of them. Is yeah. my favorites are uh, like the B Tech one from Buffalo is really good. Like the hot, like the hardest stuff to get from Buffalo, I think beats almost every single Heaven Hill product that that would
2: be competitive against it. I think you're wrong. I think, But I I think if you, I want your argument, Jake, but I think if you eliminate BTAC and you're only, so, all right, to make it fair, Heaven Hill has one very, very sought after ultimate release Parker's heritage. Can we agree? What well, about they the have that then
1: they're, they're yearly I mean, release old, of like the Heaven Hill right. 20 or
2: they don't, they don't have the extensive
3: unicorn lineup that Buffalo Trace yeah, does. No.
2: I would, yeah. I mean, like, all right. So I guess let's let's elim- eliminate. Um, so I'm I'm Team Buffalo Trace. If we include BTAC in and all every release, but if we eliminated B Tech mm-hmm. and then we eliminated Pappy and eliminated Parker's Heritage and like the Mellow Corn 20 year whatever releases that they do, what would you rather have? Yeah.
1: yeah if you did it that way, I go Heaven Hill. But the top of line, yeah. the top of the line Buffalo Trace stuff is. Head over heels better than I agree. Almost all whiskeys out there.
2: I'm Team Heaven so. Hill, unless we're talking about like BTAC and the whole Pappy line. Yeah, yeah I, I still have an like open Pappy, my Partners Heritage. I think or the Old Fitz, so I have to zone. try
3: those first.
1: Old
2: I, I Fitz think, is overrated. Like,
1: <laughs> it is. Yeah, I I I wasn't a big fan of the. I tried the 19 this year.
3: <clears> I, I don't it was know, fine, dude. But... Those. Uh... Those over-oaked bombs are my jam. I mean, it's it's good. Don't get.
2: I'm not saying Old Fitz is bad. It's good. It's really no. good. But it's it's overrated. The bottle is nicer than the whiskey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I uh, no. I, I think the heaven or the Elijah Craig small batch versus Taylor'd be good. So um, the matchup I'd
3: like to see that would be really hard to do would be Blanton straight from the ver- from the barrel versus an Elijah Craig barrel proof.
2: Ooh. I think Blanton's would win. That That would be one. an
3: awesome matchup. I don't know. I've had some
2: unbelievable, yeah, proof Elijahs before. I mean, I guess this is this is like personal full-proof? opinion.
1: You guys always do. A, do, you, do you have any foolproof store picks left from last year? Um, you do foolproof
0: versus barrel proof.
3: A Weller. Yeah. Well, I
2: feel like that's a little different because, like, oh, the Weller you could
3: do. What so, Larceny, Br- Larceny and uh, Weller. Yeah,
2: Larceny and Weller yeah. would be good. The only problem with Weller is it's so soft. And that's why people in blinds, Weller usually does good because it's so soft. Like mouthfeel. Yeah. Compared... Oh, so you just want to. Wanted... No, I'm just saying like. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to stack the odds against it. <laughs> no, no, it, no. no. <laughs> Bully me. I want <laughs> Buffalo Trace to go down. I'd rather have Heaven Hill win. Like that would be better for me. <laughs> but. When, like, any, want
1: that, but I put this in there, then Buffalo Trace gets a win. So I've, let's not do I've that noticed
2: one. that anytime <laughs> I put Weller in a blind, the feedback that I get is people are just like, Oh, so creamy, so soft. Like, the mouthfeel is just like, yeah. pillowy and perfect. And, like, that's that's why people like Weller because it's so soft and it has good flavor but it's so approachable to anyone, to a connoisseur, to someone new to whiskey. Um, So it usually holds up pretty well in a blind tasting. I think it's highly overrated, but it does hold up well in a blind tasting because the mouthfeel is just like anything, unlike anything else you've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Another good one would be McKenna 10
3: against Blanton's. I know the proof points don't quite match up, but they're both single barrels. What about you'll get some McKenna 10 versus Eagle there. Rare?
2: But I mean, that's kind of like you're not doing yourself justice. They're
3: so different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But still, they're both yeah, of them. I don't, I don't know You're what not doing yourself justice. Like... What, mm-hmm. what can Fighting Cock go up against? Because we all know that's a great twenty dollar bottle. Benchmark, one hundred and three proof. No, Benchmark <laughs> is underrated too. Yeah. I feel like Benchmark Asian can I've go just, up against. I've some, yeah,
1: mm. I've had some really good like the Benchmark. Um, full, they call they don't call it full proof. What's the barrel proof with a Benchmark barrel proof? They do a full proof. I think those come out. Yeah. Those are yeah. I think the, I can't what they call it yeah. full proof or barrel proof, but they're yeah, whatever they call it. I've had some good ones of
0: those. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a cool uh, matchup. I mean, just put put
2: a Thomas Handy versus one of the rides from Heaven Hill. Um, Rittenhouse would blow away <laughs> Thomas Handy. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> would. I think it would. If they were the same proof, honestly, in a blind tasting, I think it would. Interesting. I mean, that pipe bill is
3: is pretty damn good.
2: I would too. I'm a fan of that. All right. Well, yeah, we'll have to figure those out, but... um, I wish we had these heavy hitters to put in the blind, but yeah, it was a a fun...
1: Oh, oh, I have one final one would-you-rather question. This is a really quick one. All right. Would you rather agree with everything I say or disagree with everything I say? Disagree. So that means half of your answers you got to change the other way. Actually, over half a year. Uh, Did you, shit, were, you right. were you doing that math? <laughs>
2: were you doing that math the whole time on this podcast? Yeah, you, no, he was tracking it. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask my end of the end of the podcast question."
1: Yeah, yeah. these guys no, are no, all on through. Yeah. So, so either either you're a hypocrite or you're gonna agree and know oh, that I'm God, the smartest that's one. Really, so. That's
2: really, really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree, Dan, just to disagree with you.
1: Yeah. I know you would. I I, was, I, I knew I was going to catch Jake right there. Oh, uh, man. But, uh, yeah, you nice. caught me
3: in the trap for sure there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> if you guys uh, enjoyed this or have some more would you rather questions uh, or what points you'd like us to talk through, uh, feel free to comment and on uh, any of our socials about it or send us an email. Yeah, through send the some our way.
2: How about this? We'll uh, uh, shout
1: you out
3: and read them.
2: Yeah. Definitely put them in because there's times where we're like forty minutes in, thirty minutes in, and what else can we do? So we're gonna put out a "Would You Rather" comment and throw it out there. Yeah,
1: it's fun. It gives it's a good way to think things through and get some different points because we all like when you think through these questions, you ha- you kind of have your answer known right away. But then it's fun to hear what other people say and why they choose it mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. can make you change your yeah. mind pretty easily. Jake surprised me tonight honestly. Process.
2: First couple don't rounds, give full of surprises. Surprises. don't give him that. I'm not giving him anything. I, I disagree with him. I'm just yeah. saying he surprised me. <laughs> He's disappointed, Dan. <laughs> yeah, disappointed. disappointed.
3: Dan, just disappointed. Uh huh.
1: All right, um, Jake. Blind tastings. You guys released a couple, or not blind tastings. You guys Under five uh, released ears. some. Come on. Uh... <laughs> you... You guys released some new master classes and things uh, at Gold Eagle. Yeah. People want to get tickets and go to those. Where can
2: they go? uh, GoldEagleWine.com slash events. And uh, we just put up like four more in the last couple days. We got Jephthah Creed coming. We have uh, – let me pull up the list right now. Hard Truth. Is coming in two weeks. And then we have a Chardonnay and cheese pairing. And then we have Torvig Distillery. And then we have Jeff the Creed and then Locklea, Um which Locklea is going to be good. You should uh, talk to Rob about that one yet? Is that on Wednesday? Or it's no? on a Wednesday. I didn't check the mm-hmm. date on that one. Um, but it's... Uh-huh. Uh, was that mm-hmm. is it the same
1: with Torvig or no? Uh,
2: s- same what? Same day as Torvig? No, no, no. No, no it... different day. Um, oh, okay. But... Uh, Okay. It's, it's November 1st. Um, but anyway, Lochlia, uh Scotch distillery, farm to bottle, just like Whiskey Acres. Um, and they mm-hmm. are uh the, the master or the barrel manager for LaFroy is now like the head blender for Lochlia. Yeah. He was at Laphroaig for nice. twenty-seven years, so and he's gonna be here for the master class. So Okay. Uh, that would Thanks. be cool. But yeah, goldeaglewine.com slash events. to so check all those out. Uh, goldeaglewine.com. Check us out on Instagram at goldeaglewine. Facebook, Gold Eagle spirits. And uh, yeah, throw it back to you guys. Just yeah, come hang out just, with me because hmm.
3: there's like a 95% chance I'm going to be at all of them. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that because now Jake just lost four tickets. Today. <laughs> So you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can watch us on Spotify and YouTube. You can comment on YouTube, obviously, but for those that don't know, you can also comment on Spotify now. So leave comments on there. Give us your feedback. Um, Let us know if you want to see us do a live recording at gold Eagle with Drew. (laughs)
2: <laughs> We're still Dude, Drew to wants that. to do it. We, we, we gotta, we gotta find the the day and time to do it. Drew's down.
3: Yeah, nice. it'd be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, find us on Instagram at Bourbon Matters and Facebook. Um, like, rate, subscribe, share, thumbs up, all that stuff. Awesome.
1: All right, guys, another little fun
0: thought well, experiment tonight. Yeah,
3: yeah, good idea. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. This is fun. All
1: right. Cheers. Dan's
3: first good idea, everybody. (laughs) Cheers. Wasn't mine. Cheers. Cheers.